Hello, and welcome to Big Light Podcast, Reflections on Living into Our Soul's Essence. This is Amy L. Landor, and I'm your host and guide. Welcome. Today, we will explore the concept of self-care. That word often gets tossed about, and I would love to explore that concept in community today and see what it means for you and how you take care of yourself. I have often been told that I am the queen of self-care, which I feel very grateful that I'm the queen of something. (laughs) My bed is my queendom. And what I mean by that is I had a friend who said, you need to do a podcast on taking naps. (laughs) You're the queen of taking naps. Most of my friends know how important they are to me. I could have entitled this taking naps, (laughs) but I thought I would make it a little bit more general than that. One of the reasons why I take such good care of myself is that I am devoted to listening to spirit, reading the signs and symbols of what spirit, how spirit guides me and being connected deeply to my soul. And somewhere along the way, I realized that in order to be able to listen to the signs and symbols and dreams, that my body would need to also be a tuning fork to listening, to listening to my heart, to what spirit my higher self had to tell me. If I was feeling agitated or tired or hadn't eaten well, that it was actually more challenging to hear inner guidance and hear what my higher self had to say. So it became clear that if I slowed down enough, then I would be able to not only hear what my spirit has to say, what my soul has to say, and how to be guided by that, but also what my body has to say. And I had no idea how much information my body has and how much she had to say. (laughs) So I started to listen intently to both. These things come about usually through pain or discomfort. For a long time there, I wasn't really listening to my body. I didn't know how to, like when I was young or in my 20s. I would start to follow, you know, what other people were doing, and I didn't understand my own pace. I didn't understand how to orient to the world. And once I started to learn meditation and started on a path of really finding out who I was, I was amazed at the things that my body needed and what my spirit needed that was different from other people. Because when you go along and you grow up in a family and a culture and you're living out and about with people, it's hard to know exactly what your body and your soul need unless you take the time, which is part of self-care, to find out what those needs and desires are. I kind of imagine myself when I look at my younger self as sort of being a ball of yarn that's all it's kind of discombobulated and enmeshed with all different other energies. And I didn't really know what my 
ball of yarn looked like or my ball of energy. So it was in the slowing down, really getting to know myself inside and out that I began to see what my needs were and my desires. So when I started taking meditation classes several years ago, I began to realize that I even have a spirit and a soul and that it's separate from my body. Before then, it was like I was just sort of a mess or a mass of feelings and, and reactions. I didn't know myself very well. And, you know, not only was I feeling very internally confused, but then you bring other people on board and there was just a lot of enmeshment and confusion. So self-care for me was about starting to get to know what my spirit felt like in my body, to know what I felt like in my body. And it has been a definitely a 20-year process of getting more and more clarity. I feel like I know myself really well today and what my needs are. And of course, they change, which is great because my soul is constantly bringing me new information, as is my body. And so then it becomes a process of listening intently every day. What does my body need today? And what does my soul need today? So then once I get clear on both, then the third piece around that is, okay, so I ask my body what it needs. And each day could be different. It needs to go for a run today or it needs to go for a swim or need to be in a long meditation or I need to really be in community and connected to others. So every day it can look different. However, what I find is really important is to ask both. Ask my body what it needs, ask my soul what it needs, and then for them to talk to one another. Because my soul, it can be very fast. My spirit can be like, I'm going to do this, 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 and this. I have a very excited soul, very <laughs> spirited soul who wants to do a lot and experience a lot and go here and go there. And I just love new experiences. I love transformation and change. And my body's a little bit slower. My body loves to rest. It loves exercise. It loves really clean food. It loves touch. And bodies in general are slower than spirit because there's no time or space with spirit. And so they both need to educate each other in a way. The body needs to say to the soul, hey, this is what I need. We need to slow it down a little bit or I want and desire some of this. And spirit is also encouraging the body, hey, come over here. This will help you evolve. This will have you, you know, experience something very new and exciting and different. So they both, in a way, are their own entities, or that's the picture I see. And that when they're in communication with one another, that's when flow happens. That's when whatever those positive qualities are, ease, peace, joy, connection, flow. And what I see is that they're both communicating with one another and they're both getting their needs met. Uh, in some ways, well, in many ways, it is a core marriage, your deepest relationship, actually. You know, there's a process, I think, in which we often or we can project our needs outward and 
I think there's a way in which if we learn to realize that we can support ourselves, then anything outside of ourselves becomes extra support. But in fact, our needs are met internally when we listen at that level to our body and our soul and see what each need. And then when we adhere to that and when we honor that, then there's a sense of integration or wholeness and so, like I said, anything beyond that is extra and wonderful. Perhaps this is a new concept for people, this idea of separating out body and spirit. However, something to play with. And both have an incredible amount of information for us. Our bodies are just wise, wise beings that let us know through feelings through emotion, through pain in our body, you know, or even joy, like what we, we like to, our body knows what it likes to eat. It knows what might taste good initially and then make us feel yucky later. It knows what, that it needs to go for a walk. It knows how much sleep it needs. Like our bodies have incredible amounts of information. So does our soul. Each of us has a unique soul. That expression is unique to each of us so that when we get to know both those entities and like I was saying when they're interconnected there is a type of marriage or union that can be absolutely beautiful and feel really really good. Now one of the things that I've been noticing over the years is that everybody brings their spirit into their body differently and the manifestation of that is different for everybody. But there's this thing that I'm always fascinated by, and it's people's pace, P-A-C-E, pace. It always amazes me. I like to look at the family unit or even a classroom. There's this cultural picture that everybody in the family should be at the same pace. Imagine the family is going, you know, if you ever did this growing up, perhaps you did or didn't, but everybody's going out on a Saturday morning that, you know, mom and dad are going to get you know, or mom and mom or dad and dad are going to get the family, you know, unit out. And some kid that is ready to go has his sneakers on and ready to go. And then you have the other kid is still dawdling in the bathroom. And another one is probably still in bed. And, and there can be a collective uh, anger about that. Like, why is, why is everybody, you know, where is everybody? What's happening? And I'm just using that as a funny example. I mean, there's many. There's people who learn differently in a classroom. And what I see about that and what I think is important to kind of look at and then look at for yourself is that we all orient to the world differently. And our pace in the world really is about how we're integrating our soul into our particular bodies. So every body has a has a unique body and every body has a unique soul and we're trying to figure out how to get that soul into the body and it takes people different amounts of time to do that or it looks different about how that shows up. And so I think there's I'm saying hello to this judge that it's easy to judge people like, why is she so slow? Or, oh, my God, she has to slow down. Or when is he going to stop doing this? Or, and it's really, if we can look at it from a bigger perspective of pace, 
or how people are getting into their bodies or how they're taking care of or not taking care of their bodies, I think then perhaps we can have a little bit more compassion for people. I know for myself that my intimates, my friends, my beloveds track how much self-care I do. And that's because I'm really devoted and curious and fascinated with the constant integration of my spirit in my body and being really aware of that. And so I do sleep a lot because I am processing a lot of spiritual information during the day. And I need that time at night to stop. And and I do a lot of astral work. I do a lot of work on the astral. So, you know, my body needs a lot of rest. And then I midday, I it's important for my body to rest again. And here's the glorious thing. I think people have a lot of projections about what napping is. It's actually if we're stuck on something, if we're we're trying to find a solution, often what happens is that when I go down, even for 10 minutes, it gets me off my mind offline. And then from there my spirit can take over and I get, I wake up and I'll have a solution that I didn't have prior to taking a nap. So it's a great way to, to kind of put the nervous system offline to actually get answers about things that I've been curious about. So perhaps this is a place where people can just start to get curious about pace, their own pace, and also the pace of others, and to realize that everyone is really just trying to orient their soul into their body, and it's, (laughs) there's a lot of moving parts, you know, our bodies can be very reactive, and our souls are trying to evolve us, and we're trying to communicate between the two of them, so there's a lot going on with each person, and If we can learn to step back and see that we ourselves are trying to orient, but so is everybody on the planet, then perhaps we can have more compassion. You know, I needed to practice some compassion for myself the other day because I woke up and I was really in it. And I was like, oh boy, it's going to be a day. There was a part of me that was just very emotionally tired and we were not we as in my whole you know psyche the whole the whole the whole of me was not gonna accomplish much until I addressed that part I mean there was no willing it to be done I had a to-do list and there was no way that was even going to be touched because this part was so loud in me I had to let go of what I thought the day was going to look like and tend to this vulnerable and not scared, vulnerable and tired, very tired part. And so I did a few things and then I asked her what she needed and I just needed to rest. I just needed to lie back down again. And then I rested and Now, there's a part of my mind that's like, oh, God, we're not getting those things done. And we had this to do list. And when, you know, we have all these things we want to create. But those were never going to get done until this part had some time. 
So I rested and I took a long hot shower and I made some tea and food and I, I took two and a half, three hours out of my day to acknowledge this vulnerable and this vulnerable part. And what I found is once I did that, it just, it, everything shifted. And then I had seven more hours to create and get things done and it was fine. And so it was just an acknowledgement of my body, this emotional part of my body. And it can happen anytime. It can also happen when I'm not writing. I love to write. And there are days when I'm agitated. And until I sit down and write, until my, that expression of soul comes forward, it's only when I sit down that I'm like afterwards like, oh, that's so what needed to happen. I so just needed to sit down and write. My soul needed that expression. So this is all, really, this whole self-care is about listening to what our bodies and spirits need. So I hope that this has given you a new perception, a new perspective on self-care. And what I'd like to do is just take a few minutes now near the end and just walk us through a bit of a meditation around this. If you're sitting, you can close your eyes and feel your feet on the ground. And even if you're walking, you can do the same. If you're driving, you might want to listen to this part <laughs> when you get home or in a place where you can stop. So just really feel your feet and your back against the chair and allow yourself to be grounded. You could imagine a beautiful grounding cord to the center of the planet. You can Feel that grounding at the base of your spine. Just create a picture of a tree, of a tree trunk, a root, really rooted into the center of the planet. So you feel your connection to your body and to the earth. And just allow, allow the earth to hold you. And then take a moment and feel the top of your head, your crown, and feel that same connection to source, to sky. You might want to imagine a, a cord going upward, knowing that you're being held by spirit. You can think of an, a gold cord going upward, you're, you're held by spirit. And just take a moment and feel into, is there a color and energy that you feel when you're connected to source, to spirit? And as you're in that alignment of spirit and sky and earth, feel into your heart, that place where your soul speaks to you, tells you your dreams, your desires, the center of your being, your heart. And then take a moment and ask your body in present time, because you can do this at any moment of your day, 
any moment, several times a day. Ask your body what it needs right now. And it might be a cacophony of <laughs> sleep, food, ice cream, sex. And see, you can, there could be many things. See if you can quiet all the voices down and find one thing. You can find several things, but maybe just focus on one or two. One or two things that your body really needs, that it's screaming out. See what they are. Maybe it's a picture that you're seeing. Maybe it's very clear. Maybe it's like an ache in your body. Maybe your lower hip hurts and you're just aware of that right now. Or maybe you're hungry for an avocado salad <laughs> or massage. But say hello to that. Say hello to your body speaking to you. And maybe you're not used to asking your body, and this is a really new exercise, so just be with that. And allow yourself to feel into and give yourself permission to give yourself that. So perhaps make a date with your body and tell your body that you're going to get that massage, you're going to eat something yummy, you're gonna go for a walk later, to tell your body you're listening to her or him. You're listening. Take a deep breath, and then take a moment and say hello to your soul, say hello to your spirit. And She's the part of you, he's the part of you that knows your dreams, knows where you're going. Even if you don't think you know, she or he knows where you're going. And see where and what it wants to be expressed. Is there a new place you wanna go discover? Is there a part of you, maybe an artistic part of you that wants to just draw? Is there a conversation that you're meant to have with someone that you're scared to have, but your soul is pushing you towards that conversation because it is aligned with truth and authenticity. And when you have that conversation, it will actually open up space between you and that other person. What is it that your soul is telling you? Is it that you're supposed to start that new project so that more financial abundance comes into your space? So take a moment, perhaps it's a picture. You see it as a picture, you hear it as a voice, you see it as a color. Just take a moment and be aware of what your soul, your spirit is telling you right now. And make a date with your soul. <laughs> that you will honor and hear her and listen to her and take that next step with it. And then take one last moment and if you could imagine just a picture of your body getting that avocado salad and your spirit having that bold, courageous conversation and just have them turn to each other. 
have your body and your spirit turn to one another. You could just imagine them in front of you. And this might be the first time that they're meeting. And just see if there's any information that they have for you as you watch them communicate together. Ah, and take a deep breath and just bring that beautiful communication into your heart, into your body, and just breathe into it. And take a moment and you can always come back to this. You can come back to your body, you can come back to your spirit, you can come back to the communication between them. And just really bring in lots of gold energy. Bring in your own source. Can be represented as a gold sun above you. Just calling back your own energy and bring that into your body, into your crown, into your soles, your feet, and fill up with you. And really nourish yourself and start to find that place and that commitment to self-care and to loving yourself and to being present to these parts of yourself and having them communicate with each other and with you. Thank you everyone for listening today and exploring this concept of self-care. And I hope that you find that you are able to get some new information and some hellos to yourself and fill yourself up more with your own self-love. You can find me at amyalandor.com. That is A-M-I-E-L-L-A-N-D-O-R.com, amyalandor.com. I am available for intuitive readings, workshop collaborations, and guided insight. It was great playing with you today, and I'm glad you tuned in, and have a beautiful day. Take care. Bye.